Hey, we are so glad you are joining us today. I have a special announcement for you. Next week, we have a very special week on the podcast. We have the opportunity to bring you some amazing information that is a small segment of how everyday people just like you are generating income from their own businesses, often small home-based businesses, how they're able to generate millions of dollars in revenue. Um, And this is just a small piece of that. It is actually a segment from um, a new book called Traffic Secrets from Russell Brunson. And if you don't know who Russell Brunson is, he has created more millionaires than probably any living human by teaching them how to use and sell their gifts and their knowledge. And there's people all over the world just like you and I, who are sharing and serving people with their gifts and talents, and they're learning how to create income off those things. And this is his third book in a trilogy, and um, we get to bring to you a chapter of that book next week, and I'm so excited for you to hear that. Please take advantage of this opportunity. It's part of his audio book, and this is an opportunity that you just don't want to miss. So share this, um, share that opportunity with people, share the podcast, make sure as many people you know who maybe aren't um, satisfied with their current reality of working a nine-to-five job or want to create extra income on, on the side or a side hustle, anybody who is even remotely interested in that, they want to hear this. So join us next week for that. And we also have a special announcement um, about the podcast and the direction of the podcast. So we are so excited for next week. Make sure that you join us. And we hope that you enjoy as we wrap up the series on your greatest superpower this week. Welcome to Living to the Max with Laura and Zach. Have you ever wondered why some people are living the life of their dreams and others are just dreaming of living? The truth is, too many people are living an average life and accepting that as their destiny. They have bought into the lie that life is about merely surviving. And that lie is making people broke, sick, tired, and lonely. If you refuse to accept the status quo and desire to live the extraordinary life you are called to, then this podcast is for you. If you are willing to do your part to create your dream life and you desire to fulfill your God-given purpose, then welcome to the movement. The Bible says the thief only comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but that God came to give life and life in all its abundance. God created you with a purpose and designed you to live an abundant life. The question is, will you accept the life he has called you to live? Join your hosts, Laura and Zach, as together we learn from principles in the Bible, how to do our part to get the most out of our finances, health, and relationships. And ultimately, how to live life to the max. Hey, welcome to Living to the Max. I'm Laura. And I'm Zach. We are so glad you are joining us today. We've been in uh, this conversation about what your greatest superpower is. In the first two, after the first two weeks, I hope that you have realized that you have a lot of power. Um, we, to- we talked a lot about focus um, and focusing our beliefs, um, both with our mind and with our mouth. So today we are going to talk about... Um, how focus leads to our feelings, which leads to our function, and how this all relates to this being your greatest superpower. So 
Um, how does focus and belief, how is that even your greatest superpower? Any thoughts, Zach? Uh, well, there's a couple things. I mean, you know, you can go into the, the quantum physics deal and, and some of that, but I, I don't want to, I don't want to get lost in the sauce on that, but really, um, I think it goes back to like the, uh, the car example. Um, and this was a bit, this is a big one for me because, uh, I, I drive a decent amount for the job. Um, and so like, if I, if I'd like a car or all oh, that, that would be nice. like, that's a car I want or desire to have or, or whatever. Um, you know, you kind of look at it online and then I, end up seeing it everywhere and it's like oh i thought that car was not as common and not as many people had it but turns out a lot of people have it i just wasn't focused on it and so you start mm-hmm. seeing it everywhere so yeah so you definitely there is actually this thing in your brain that actually sorts out what your body pays attention to and so yeah that's totally one part of it um and then so what I want to kind of touch on today is how your focus leads to your feelings. So um, why is belief your greatest superpower? I think the answer is found in this question. Why does anyone do anything? Zach, do you have an answer of why you do anything? Um, if I tell you to do something, well, not me, but <laughs> somebody tells you to do something, why do you do it? In general, probably for my, own benefit in some fashion exactly because you because you feel like it right because you feel like it um and you may say and i know you say this well i don't feel like going to work but i still do but you one could say don't you feel like getting paid more than not going to work right i i definitely feel like going to work more than the uh the consequences of the alternative yeah the alternative of me not going to work so you're not going to my current job. Right. So you either feel like doing that thing or you feel like getting results from doing that thing. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, I think that I think that kind of puts the uh puts the bookends on it. Yeah, and so this is the thing. Therefore, your focus, you can say, determines your feeling. And we're going to dig deep, dig deeper in that. I shouldn't say therefore. I should say the next thought we're going to have. So first of all, you do anything because you feel like doing it, right? So the next thought we're going to say, how does your feeling determine your focus? And I think the best example of this is just to think through, think through an example. So, um, so say you want to lose a few pounds because summer's coming up. You want to go swimming, right? You want to look beach good in beach body, right? Uh-huh. Um, but, and I'm guilty of this, you focus on how much you dislike exercise and focus on how much you don't like eating healthy. You focus on all the like stuff you're missing. You focus on the chocolate you want, the ice cream you want. You focus on wanting to just hang out instead right so you focus on in saying things and thinking things like i can't run i don't uh eating healthy has never worked i don't have time in my schedule to work out i don't have time to cook all the time it's hard when you start focusing on those things um your focus then determines how you feel right because when you start looking at all of those things you start feeling how would you feel if you felt all those things, Zach. Um, I don't know. I don't. I, 
I refuse to do that anymore. <laughs> That's kind of where I'm at. But, you know, pretend for a hot I, second. Would uh, you feel like working out? That's the point. Uh, no, absolutely not. I, I mean, that's, you, you wouldn't. I, I mean, that's one of the reasons when I get to the gym, people ask me how I'm doing. It's always fantastic because if I don't keep that in the front of my head, that this is a good idea and this is, this is fantastic for me, then, then yeah, I, nobody likes to get out of bed at four in the morning and go to the gym. I can tell you that. Like if hey. somebody says they like it, no chance. So, yeah, I mean, if you tell yourself you're going to be going to, um, like, the gym is a good idea, you tell yourself all these positive things. The secret is this. The trick is this, is you want to make yourself feel like doing something. So if you focus on positive, you're going to feel like doing it. But if you focus on negative, you're not going to feel like doing it, right? That makes sense? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's why focus is your greatest superpower and your belief is your greatest superpower. So let's take that one step deeper. All right. We keep going deeper. Um, you really have two focus. We, we talked about this in week one. You have two choices of things to focus on, right? You can think it, um, you can focus on the positive, which is faith, right? Faith that your desired outcome is going to happen. Or you can focus on the negative, which is doubt. Focus on the desire you don't want is going to happen, right? Two choices. Positive, negative, faith, doubt, right? Well, think about this way. So we're going from focus. How does focus lead to function? Okay. Function is like your actions. All right. Let's, let's, this, this blew my mind the first time I learned this and and Myron Golden taught us this. this is crazy, right? Think about it this way. Faith leads to anticipation. Doubt leads to anxiety. Anticipation and anxiety have the exact same physical responses and feelings right yes they do yeah they do you're an adrenaline junkie zach right i am i just remember you you switching this for uh flying in the plane oh yeah i forgot about that that was yeah that that was awesome you're like this is exciting this is awesome right and you had no like you were much calmer much much better off while we were in in the airplane which is not typical and we had turbulence if i'm not mistaken and you were and i was cool as a cucumber and i so back up the story real quick i was afraid of flying like pretty afraid of flying like not like not like i didn't fly but i was like gripping the seat handles like white knuckling it like holding zach's hand closing my eyes during takeoff and landing that type of afraid right got it um and i just was like anxiety anticipation have the same feelings your heart your heart beats fast. You get a little sweaty. Um, what else happens, Zach? You love anxiety. I mean, anticipation. You love adrenaline. <laughs> it's adrenaline, uh, right? Yeah, it's adrenaline. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. It's been a while since I I had a nice adrenaline rush. Um, <laughs> it's, it's the same feelings. Like sometimes you yeah. feel like almost a little short of breath because you're just like, <sighs> you know. But the thing is this. They're the same. They're a little shaky afterwards. Right. They're a little shaky. Yeah. Because you feel like the nerves are going and everything. Same thing. So you can tell yourself that it's anxiety or you can tell yourself it's anticipation, which is what I did in the plane. And it actually worked. It's crazy. But listen, anticipation, right, leaves you full of energy. Zach, you love riding roller coasters. When you get done riding a roller coaster, do you just feel like, how do you feel? Just like uh, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm, I'm ready for some more. Right, you're full I, of energy. I'm ready to go because you love the anticipation of it. You love, like, you just it, it amps you, right? Oh yeah. And, um, 
you know, you can say the same thing. Like our son's six when he's excited about going anywhere, doing anything exciting. Like he's super, this is like right before Father's Day. He's super excited about Father's Day because he wants to do something special with dad. He's so pumped. Like he has energy around that. Anticipation leaves you with energy. But anxiety, anybody who's ever had anxiety knows this for a fact. It leaves you with no energy, none. You can barely pull yourself off the floor of your anxiety attack to sit up on the couch and watch tv like zach knows this about me like i used to be that person right occasionally (laughs) and i had no energy because you spent all of your energy on this so it's crazy to me that the same physical response one leaves energy one does not right and it all begins with our focus. It all begins if we're going to choose positive in faith or negative in doubt. And that leads to your feeling, which then leads to your function or your action. Because guess what? If you have no energy, what are you going to do to f- fix a situation? Um, hope somebody else fixes it for you. <laughs> right. But if you have full... <laughs> right, exactly. But if you're full of energy your choices are like abundant, right? Uh, yeah. And you usually just handle it. It's not even like, I don't know. I just don't even really think about like, Oh, what are we going to do? You just take care of it because there's no, yeah, there's no like, well, if it's just, Oh, we'll just fix that. Right. And this is the next thing. The craziest thing is if you understand this principle and you actually do this, it will change your life for the rest of your life. And I am speaking from personal experience because I heard this and I go, oh, oh, I need to do this because I, I just I can't not. Right. Um, all right. So before before we before we get off here, I want to just do one practical little um situation to, to think the whole thing through. All right. You're, you're feeling, I'm sorry, you're focused to your feeling, to your function. Right. So, um, let's say you're getting married. All right. It's a couple days before your wedding. It's actually two days before your wedding. Right. And you find out the place you're holding the reception double booked and you're out of reception hall. They have no, they're, they're done. They kicked you out. Right. You lost, you lost the coin toss. Right. So you have two choices, right? Let's go back to our two choices. Faith. You have, can have faith and be positive and believe the outcome you desire. So you talk and you think this way and you say, tell yourself, I'm going to have a fabulous reception with the people I love and celebrate my marriage. It's all going to work out, right? You have faith in, you have faith in that. That's something or, very plain. Or you can have doubt and you can believe the outcome you don't desire. So you talk and you think this way. It's all ruined. I can't do anything about it. Why do, always th- why do these things always happen to me, right? Two choices. How do you want to respond, right? If you choose faith, you have the anticipation of your your wedding day and your um, reception, right? And it brings you energy, which is, allows you to have energy to call other locations and figure out different solutions. And you find another perfect venue for yourself and you enjoy your day, right? But if you choose doubt and you have anxiety over the whole thing, one of two things is going to happen. Either you're going to be lucky and somebody's going to take that up for you and do it for you, and it may not be exactly what you want, or it's going to suck the energy out of you. You're not going to do anything. And you're just going to cancel the whole thing and be like, I can't even, I can't even handle it. And it's not going to turn out the way you want. Right. So did you think that into existence? Not necessarily. You acted that into existence or didn't act that right. into existence. Right. Yeah, for sure. So, um, 
So this is, this is the thing. You might be sitting there going, okay, well, what, what now? This is the thing that, that we've learned is it's, it's a choice and it's, it's more than a choice. It's a discipline and it's a habit. Do you know what I mean by that, Zach? Yeah. I, I mean, I think the, like the biggest thing I, I see is when we, when you say like, when you go to the doubt mind, you know, mindset and you focus on the negative, like there's, you don't, you like cut off creativity. You know what I mean? Like, because, because really when, when situations change and, you know, you get your curveballs, like it's really always just an opportunity to, to, to solve a problem or, you know, to fix something or, or, or whatever it is, it's, it's an opportunity. And if you focus on being an opportunity, then, then your creativity works and, you know, you, you can problem solve and you can make good things happen out of bad situations or less than desirable situations. And, but if you just go straight to the doubt, then I I noticed that it's, that it's over. Like, that's it. Like game's over. I'm, I'm done. But this is right. this is the whole thing about it is, yes, that is totally true, but it is a discipline and a habit to make yourself aware of what you're focusing on and then choose what you're going to focus on. It's a daily habit. Every situation, just like you were saying, when that comes up, all right, I see myself going toward doubt. I'm going to choose to change that and I'm going to choose to, to go toward faith. Yeah. I'm going yeah, to choose sure time after time after time and if you discipline yourself eventually it becomes a habit just like working out just like eating healthy just like any other discipline you choose to implement in your life true oh. true true <laughs> that's a team true or true. thing true or true <laughs> true or true um uh yeah for sure i mean and that that's with with everything if you want something to change you better you better start making it a habit and and figure out a way for you to incorporate that into your life daily. Because if you don't, you're just not going to, it's not going to happen. Absolutely. And you know, for those of you who are thinking, Oh, this sounds like fake it to, to you make it. There's more to it than that. All right. Um, It's more to it than just faking it. All right. Because what we're, what we're, we're suggesting is not that you just have faith in the, universe that everything will work out and i just did universe in quotations because it's not about the universe yes it's not it's about god all right and god is far bigger far more in control than the universe all right and when you practice being aware of god and you really read and learn about him and understand how he works everything what you deem good and what you deem bad into his purposes and he takes care of you and how he loves you and the principles and his practices. When you really start focusing on that and become aware of that, you can't help but to focus on faith, right? That's right. So I'm not just saying like, yes, discipline yourself and have a habit. But if you, if you struggle with this, start focusing on God first. See where that takes you. Start learning about who he is, the type of person he is, the type of things he promises in his, in his, in the Bible and his word. Like, Focus on those things. Start really digging into that stuff. And when you do, you're going to have this whole other, like, all of a sudden, when you start focusing on his character and his promises and his, his stuff, you can't help but focus on faith. And, and this is the thing. Um, so 
if most people have a person that they would trust with, with everything, anything, like a person in this world, they would trust with anything. Zach, do you have somebody you would trust with anything? That's a trick question. It's a trap. Yeah. It's, it's usually a trap, but (laughs) yeah, I mean, I would, obviously I trust you with everything, anything. Right. So most people have most anything. (laughs) Yeah. Not if I was using a chainsaw, but, um, so if you have, (laughs) sorry, correct. if you have a a spouse or a parent or a best friend and they tell you, trust me, I got it under control. And it's a person you trust and have faith in because you know, their character, you're going to trust them. Right. And it's typically somebody you spent a lot of time with that has proved themselves over and over again. Well, guess what? God is like that person times, I don't know, pick a number, Zach. Infinity. There you go, infinity. Um, And if you read his word, it proves, he proves himself over and over and over and over and over again. This does not mean. God cannot lie. Exactly. That's literally, he is the God that cannot lie. And, um, And literally, when you start seeing life through that lens of, Hey, it's not necessarily, and I'm not saying he's going to give you exactly what you want all the time, but if you can learn to know that he will give you exactly what you need all the time, and you can trust that with your life, all of a sudden faith seems a lot easier, right? Indeed it does. Even when things don't work out the way you want them to, when you have faith in a situation, even if it doesn't turn out the way you want it to, you will still be stronger and have more energy through it to deal with whatever you need to deal with when you choose faith over doubt. Sorry, I got a little preachy there. Yeah, you did. Sorry. One of one of my so I'm gonna jump in. So one of my my favorite tricks for that is um you know, like something doesn't happen right. And I guess the easiest one to, to kind of use as an example is, you know, something goes wrong with your car, flat tire, any, you know, whatever that is, you know, one of the things that I always think about is, you know, oh yeah, it's an inconvenience, but how do I know that that didn't prevent me from have something else worse happening? You know what I mean? Like my flat tire could prevent me from being in a car accident, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. cause I, I had to pull over to the side of the road, but if I hadn't and I'm my car, you know, then I get in a car accident and it's worse. So mm-hmm. it, it's one of those things like, okay, I'm inconvenienced, but, but what did this prevent from happening that I don't know about? And I'll never know about. Exactly. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to, in the notes of this podcast, whatever that's called, I forget. We're going to have a couple of links of some resources. If you want to learn more about God and his character, who he is, um, why he can be trusted. And, you know, maybe you've believed in him for a long time, but you've just haven't ever thought about it this way. Or maybe you never have. We're going to have a couple. Um, Myron Golden has a Bible study that's fantastic for, for understanding some of these things as far as like why you can trust God, the principles of who God is. Um, there's a this Jewish study Bible that is phenomenal for that. Um, Strong's Concordance is phenomenal for, for looking into and digging into his word because that's how you learn who God is and how he proves himself time and time again. So we're going to do that. And then I just want to, we want to leave you with, with this is, you know, your greatest superpower is what you choose to focus on because what you focus on creates feeling and your feeling creates function or your action. And so the more you focus on God and his character, the more you will focus on faith, which will in turn change how you think, how you talk, how you feel and how you act, which will change your life for the rest of your life. So embrace 
that power that God has given you and work on repetitively choosing to focus on God and focus on his, on faith in, in the, in the desire that you do have. That was totally chopped up at the end, but that's okay. Right. That's all right. Got the point across. (laughs) Any last words there, Zach? No, I, I don't think, I think you summed it up pretty well. All right. Awesome. Well, remember this people don't do normal. Live to the max. And bye for now. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, thank you for listening to Living to the Max. There are several opportunities for you to take advantage of today. So first, you can head over to lauraandzack.com to check out resources and opportunities that can assist you in your journey of living your max life. To connect with us, you can find us at Instagram at lauraandzack or take advantage of our Facebook group by joining at facebook.com backslash lauraandzack. All of those are spelled L-A-U-R-A-A-N-D-Z-A-K. We look forward to connecting with you, and we hope that you have a fantastic day. Bye for now.